can find that on page 560 in the book of praise. Lord's Day 46. Why has Christ commanded us to address God as our Father? To awaken in us at the very beginning of our prayer that childlike reverence and trust toward God, which should be basic to our prayer. God has become our Father through Christ and will much less deny us what we ask of him in faith than our fathers would refuse us earthly things. Why is there added in heaven? These words teach us not to think of God's heavenly majesty in an earthly manner and to expect from his almighty power all things we need for body and soul. Beloved congregation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, last week we compared the praying person to a new recruit to the army coming up to the army distribution center in order to ask for and receive the package with his name on it that had been prepared in advance for him to receive. In the same way that such a recruit was called out of the civilian world to join the army, so also Christians have been transferred by Jesus Christ from the darkness of the world to the light of God's kingdom, and that's where we are. In the same way that such an, a recruit expresses his thankfulness for the army's promises by asking for the things that were prepared for him or her, so also the Christian shows faith, their faith and their trust and thankfulness by praising God and seeking the things they need for body and soul that God has promised to them. And if we continue this comparison this week, we would need to think about the relationship between the soldier and the army personnel who are enlisting and supplying the soldier. The focus of our confession today is on the unique relationship that Christians have with the almighty, heavenly creator of heaven and earth to whom they pray. And our Lord Jesus taught us that when we pray to God, we should not compare ourselves to a, a mere number on a dog tag in an army of unfamiliar faces that are clambering up to a passive and disconnected distribution person. Prayer is not the act of trying to get the attention of a passive power so that we can get our selfish needs just taken care of. Rather, the gospel that I proclaim to you today is that when we pray to God, we may pray as the children of the Almighty God. We pray to the God who created us and the God who then walks with us all our lives like a daddy walking with his child. The Father who prepared all things for us knows our name. And when we come to him in reverence, asking, seeking, and knocking, he is the Father who is eager to continue the work that he started in our lives. And I preach to you this gospel under the theme, the Spirit of Christ 
makes us take hold of the blessing that God is our Father. And we'll see, we pray thankful that God is our Father through Christ, that God is our Father in heaven, and that God is our Father for our benefit. And if we look at the beginning of Galatians chapter 1, those first verses that we read, we can see that the Holy Spirit begins by telling us that God the Father and Jesus Christ sent Paul out as an apostle, and that Paul proclaimed the gospel of salvation together with several other men whom he calls brothers. You see that in verse 2. And the Holy Spirit reveals in these few words that there is a divine Father in heaven, and there are brothers on earth who were sent as ambassadors of Jesus Christ and the divine Father in order to add to the household of God through the preaching of the gospel, to add to the number of brothers and sisters. And Paul explains that the transition from outside the family of God to inside the family of God is a result of a person's faith in Jesus Christ. And he explains this in Ephesians 2, verses 17 to 18, where the Holy Spirit says that both those who were far off and those who are near have access in one spirit to the Father through Jesus Christ. All who believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ are fellow citizens with the saints and, says the Holy Spirit, members of the household of God built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in which God dwells by the Spirit. Those are some powerful words. To think about. And because of the church's faith in Christ Jesus, Paul can say to the churches in Galatia, in Galatians 1 verse 3, he can give the blessing, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The greeting that is so common in all Paul's letters to to the churches of Jesus Christ. That greeting continues today, even here in, in Emmanuel. The next time you receive the blessing from God, your Father, you can remember that this eternal father-child relationship was made possible through Jesus Christ, whom you believe to be your Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ obtained sonship and daughtership for everyone who believes in him. When we pray our Father in heaven, we are first of all showing ourselves thankful to Jesus Christ. We confess that God became our Father through Jesus Christ. He became our Father through Jesus Christ. Christ Jesus is the foundation of the church. His work is foundational to our prayer. The fact that God has become our Father through Christ makes it clear what kind of Father He is. 
For Christ's work is the highest expression, the highest example of the Father's love. The God who has become our Father in Jesus Christ is not exactly like our earthly fathers and certainly not at all like those who have hurt or abused or violated us. Our Lord Jesus taught us repeatedly that he and the Father are one. They have one purpose, one work, one incredible, self-sacrificial, gracious, and eternal love. The Son came to carry out the gracious will of his heavenly Father, and we can learn what to expect from the Father by looking at the work of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ shows us that your heavenly Father wants to walk with you in this life in a relationship of peace so much that he sent his only begotten Son into the world to die on a cross so that our relationship could be renewed. We can call God our Father because God has given us this possibility by sending His Son into the world to die on a cross for our sins. And when you come to the Father, when you ask, and when you seek, and when you knock, you, are, you know you are coming to the Father who chose to be your Father, who chose you before the foundation of the world, to be a member of his body in Christ by adopting you through the incarnation and the death and the resurrection and the ascension of his own son. Although our earthly families may be broken and may be defiled by sin, believers are a part of a spiritual family that has been purposefully united together by the triune God. It is no accident that you are here today, that you know Jesus Christ as Savior. And Christians show their thankfulness for this work of Christ Jesus on our behalf by beginning our prayer with the words, Our Father in Heaven. By speaking like a child in the household of God and addressing him reverently as our Father, we are praising Jesus Christ for his work. We are celebrating the riches of his grace toward us. 1 John 3 verse 1 says, See what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. That's the spirit of those first words of the Lord's Prayer. Praise be to the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. What a privilege it is to be able to come to God in prayer and call him our Father. What a blessing it is to know that we can say those words without a doubt that he loves us. Since we believe in Jesus Christ, since we love him, we love his work, we love to praise him, we love to take hold of the blessings that he has obtained for us by granting this opportunity, this way 
into the household of the Almighty God. Although we know, we know we have no natural claims or rights to demand what we want from God, we have been granted, first of all, the privilege of being children through Jesus Christ. And as a result, in all reverence and trust, we come into the majestic presence of the almighty, heavenly creator of heaven and earth with a very grateful heart, thankful that he is our God, our Father in heaven. The love of our Father revealed in the sacrifice of his Son that was necessary for our adoption as children, it makes us eager. It makes us eager to reverently and joyfully take hold of these riches. We can approach the, our Father in heaven with confidence that he loves us and he wants what is best for our lives. By using the words, our Father in Jesus Christ, to reveal himself to us, the Lord gives us a very good idea about the nature of our relationship to him. And it's good to pay attention to that because often in our own hearts, God is compared to a distant judge or a, a politician whose seat of authority is far removed from our situation, who enacts laws and rules without even really knowing our situation. And this leads to what we could call a lot of cold or objective theology that tries to put God in categories that humans have made in their attempts to arrive at a rational understanding about how God must, in our minds, act. And so what happens is the unchangeableness of God so clearly revealed in Scripture is taken apart from his covenant relationship with us. And before you know it, people make it sound like our God is like an unmoving rock rather than our faithful Father who knows our names. At other times, God is compared too much to our earthly fathers. And people forget that he is a Father who is in heaven. Even today, it People teach that our God can be compared to the pagan deities, pagan gods, that the ancient Greeks and the Romans worshipped. That he is so affected by the choices of mankind, so, so unable to change anything, he's waiting for the right reaction that he could never really help us in the future. And so we can see why it is so important to pray using all the words that our Lord Jesus gave to us. The words, our Father in heaven. They give us the, the clearest picture that we can possibly have of what our God is like. Jesus' words make it very clear that we must not think of God as a cold, distant army commander who doesn't even know your name when you come to pray to him. Psalm 103 tells us that as a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. That's Psalm 103, verses 13 and 14. 
He is close to us because he made us and he made us to be his children. He walks with us as we grow up. He is eager for our well-being. He teaches us the way of life. And he is patient when we, even when we turn away, when we sin against him. He disciplines us when we stray because he wants us, his children, to experience the fullness of life as he has made it for us. He is like every father on earth should be because he really cares about what happens to us. But he is greater than any earthly father, the best earthly father, because he is able to effect change in our hearts. And the amazing reality for all the children who are adopted and part of the household of God through Jesus Christ is that the father that they are praying to is a father in heaven. Not only does he love us in a way that goes beyond our imagination, but he is also almighty. Nothing in all creation can hinder our Father from keeping his promises. He can change the heart of the most powerful king. He can move whole nations from one place to another. He can stop the sun in its path. He can pick out a, a man who is drowning in the middle of the sea by sending a whale to swallow him up. If our Heavenly Father promises something, we know that he can do it. If he tells us that he has something for us, if we just ask him, we know that we can receive it when we pray to him and ask him. Christ has obtained our adoption as sons. And now we are children of an almighty and eternal God. When we pray, our Father in heaven, our, our hearts are prepared to meet him, to receive the benefits of this blessed relationship. We can be thankful that God is our Father for our benefit. Galatians 4 verse 6 concludes, Because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Do you see the first benefit of being children of a heavenly Father? God sends the Spirit of his Son into our hearts. This is a reference to the Holy Spirit who dwells in Christ the Son as the head of the church and in us as his members. In Romans 8 verse 15, he is called the Spirit of Sonship or the Spirit of the adoption as sons. He is in our hearts, he is bearing witness with our spirits that we are children of God, that we are heirs together with Christ. When we pray our Father in heaven, we are being led by the Spirit to act like sons of God, just as Jesus Christ is son 
of God. And so just as our Lord Jesus Christ, when he was on earth, he called out to his heavenly Father using the words, Abba, Father. Now we also are led by the same Holy Spirit to use the same words, for it is the same relationship. And brothers and sisters, God is the Father of, of all believers. And our Lord Jesus leaves no one as an orphan. He says that even in John 14, verse 18. Everyone who believes in Jesus Christ, everyone who has the Holy Spirit has a gracious, majestic, almighty, heavenly Father. Every believer can call God Father in heaven. And under him, we are all brothers and sisters of a new and an everlasting family. It's such a beautiful thing to keep in your mind when, when you travel, when you meet others who believe in Jesus Christ. You're the same family. And Jesus Christ makes it clear that this spiritual family is more important even than his own earthly mother and brothers when he tells us in John or Matthew 12, verse 50, whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. And again in Matthew 12, verse 37, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. The Spirit of Christ within our hearts who makes us want to cry out to God our Father. He also joins all believers together. He makes us all part of a, a new and a greater family that we could never know, we could never experience in any other setting. Nothing compares to this. It's something real. It's something we can see. It's something we can enjoy. When we pray our Father in heaven, we show that we believe that this spiritual family in the household of God takes priority in our lives. God the Father in heaven and our brothers and sisters in the household of faith are truly all the family we need to glorify God in this life. He is, we confess, my Father. And we say he is your Father. So he is our Father. And that makes us brothers and sisters in the same family, the same household of God. That is a blessing, a benefit that we have in Jesus Christ. And when we pray, our Father in heaven, we are willfully and joyfully joining our lives, joining ourselves to the amazing family that Christ Jesus, in his infinite wisdom, has decided to join together in the unity of true faith and to deliver from the evil of this present age as we, we read about in Galatians 1, verse 4. He has given us his spirit so that we may love one another. And the spirit is also a guarantee of the inheritance that is in store for the whole family. 
for all of us. And the gospel is that God's children can pray as heirs and co-heirs with Jesus Christ. Certain, says Paul in Romans, that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory that is to be revealed to us. When we believe in Jesus Christ, the Spirit leads us to take hold of our new reality by simply praying our Father in heaven. And so we join with Peter, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 5. We'll sing that as well. Oh, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and all his church, whom he has given, who has given us a, a living hope and caused us to be born again. Now as his children, born again to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, that is kept in heaven. We are filled with joy and thanksgiving that he is our Father. When we see the benefits of having the Almighty God as our Father. And so when a believer begins their prayer with the words, Our Father who is in heaven, with all sincerity, then he or she is addressing God like Jesus Christ did. And when we believe in Jesus Christ, we may pray knowing that God has chosen us to be a part of his family. He has chosen to become our Father through Jesus Christ. He has adopted us in order to bless us with an eternal inheritance in the kingdom. And we come into the presence of the Almighty God, fully aware of our privilege as adopted children. When we, we pray those words, we, we see it all. We see our Lord Jesus Christ. We see our Father in heaven. We see our brothers and sisters around us. We see the inheritance in store for us. It fills our hearts with reverence and trust. And that's how our confession words it so beautifully. God has become our Father through Jesus Christ and will much less deny us what we ask of him in faith than our fathers, or earthly fathers, would refuse us earthly things. And in Christ we can expect from the almighty power of our Heavenly Father, all things we need for body and soul. When we pray, we begin our prayers addressing God as our Father in heaven. We praise him for his wonderful nearness, for his perfect understanding, for his open arms that receive us, and for the inheritance that he has prepared for us as members of his household. Amen.